Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I want to talk today about fear because I know there's a lot of you who fear especially not being good enough for women or for your specific woman. And this has come again and again and again in the form of men not valuing themselves enough. Um, I think that's really where it stems from underneath it all. You guys aren't leading with your value. You're more so leading with what does she think about me? Um, what if she leaves me? She's too beautiful for me. How can I ever get a woman like that? How can I attract a woman like that being the guy that I am? It won't happen. Maybe I'll just settle. And it just turns into this, this pattern of you guys either settling or ending up in a relationship that's actually way beneath you in terms of how you should be treated. Like a lot of guys actually end up attracting abusive women because they feel like they don't deserve much better. And you don't have to be necessarily in a state of depression or victimhood for you to feel like you don't deserve it. It could simply just be based on your past experiences of never attracting a woman you wanted or, you know, getting rejected more often than you'd like from women you were really attracted to. And it just puts you in this place where when it comes to women, you feel like a failure. You feel like you're not good enough. You feel like your value is beneath that woman or doesn't equate to that woman's beauty. Therefore, you can't attract her and you just kind of give up and you end up settling. Um, a lot of men end up settling for women they're not even sexually attracted to or physically attracted to, which then kicks them in the butt later on, right? Because um, men don't really grow into attraction into physical attraction with a woman, you either have to be attracted to her from the start or most likely you will never be physically attracted to her. Um, So it's important. I always tell guys like, it's okay to want a beautiful, attractive woman. And, you know, this I'm not talking about stereotypical beauty or the women in magazines. I'm talking about what you personally find attractive because everyone's different. Everyone likes different things about women's physicality. And just as it, I'm not saying the mental and the emotional connection, spiritual, whatever connection is not important, but physical attraction is very important, I say, especially for men. So you got to take it seriously. It's okay to, to really want someone who turns you on the second you look at her. That's okay to want to have that in your life or to want to only attract that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I have a lot of guys who feel guilty about that where they're like, this may sound fucked up, but like, I really want a hot woman. Why does that sound fucked up? What's wrong with wanting a woman you find hot? Um, but the problem is that guys don't feel, for the most part, men don't feel like they can get those women because they place them on a pedestal in their head. And they're like, well, she's she wouldn't want a guy like me. And instead of looking at the guy that you are and altering him or changing him or improving him, you just kind of settle with the fact, I'll never have that because this is me. But dude, you could change yourself, all right? Like it starts with your, with your thoughts about yourself when you're by yourself. This is what I always say. I always throw the question back of how do you feel about yourself when you're by yourself? Because that's your 
the vibe that you overall identify with as you, as your overall identity. And when you're out there, when you're attracting women, that's the vibe you're giving off. So if you feel like you're not that great of a guy or you're not like you don't have much value, you don't have much going on, maybe you call yourself stupid, you call yourself lazy sack of shit, you like have these names that you maybe even jokingly call yourself to in your head or, you know, allow your friends to call you it or you call yourself it around people. That has a lot to do with how you value yourself, how you look at yourself as a valuable man and how you treat yourself, which is going to not attract women of high value. <laughs> like, So if you're looking for a woman who's very attractive, and let's just put it out there that like women who are physically beautiful and they know it, they find themselves in a place of high value because they attribute that to being high value. And if guys, if your vibe doesn't match with hers of high value, she's not going to find you attractive. So it's not about you just saying, all right, I can never attract her. It's about, okay, let's look at you. Why do you feel that way? You know, what's going on in your own life that you're not facing, that you're too comfortable with, that you just want to settle with? And why is it more important to settle with that than actually get what you want in life or in your relationships or in the women, the women you attract? You know, because so many men will regret dating a woman for years and years years talk to some guys like 20 years where they're dating or married to a woman they were never really attracted to because they felt like they couldn't get better and it's not to say that this woman just because she's not attractive to the guy that she's of lower value it's just the chemistry isn't there the connection the attraction isn't there um that's what i'm saying so better than to stop you need to stop putting her on a pedestal above acknowledging the value in yourself. So what does that mean? That means talking yourself, talking to yourself in a new language. You know, if you're constantly putting yourself down, even in a joking way, your subconscious doesn't know that you're joking. So if you're saying stupid shit, like, you know, you think it's stupid shit where you're like, all right, I'm an idiot. Like, I'm a fucking moron. I don't know. I'm a lazy piece of shit. I don't know. Um, you know, I... I could never get that done or yeah, it takes me so long to do anything like I can't like the more you talk yourself down like that or, you know, diminish your abilities, then your subconscious is believing it and it's taking it in and it's processing it as, OK, this is how we identify as as this man. And then that becomes your identity. And then you act according to those beliefs, which which means what? You go out, you approach a woman, you get rejected, and you run away. You run home, or you get upset, or you act defensive, or you get angry, or you go and complain about it. And those actions are coming from what you're telling yourself in your head, okay? So it all starts with you and your mental state. You can't achieve anything physically before it's first internally presented itself. All right, so you have to go through the mental programming before you can attract something in your reality. And you know, this may sound woo-woo, but you have to understand this is how it works. This is how it works with all of my clients. They, If they can't attract women, it's all about, all right, what are you saying to yourself in your head? What's going on? Like, what do you really believe about women? What do you really believe about yourself? Why don't you believe you're attractive? Why do you believe you're not sexy or you're not capable of flirting? And being really good at flirting or, 
turning a woman on? Why do you believe that? Where is that belief coming from? Most likely it comes from a parent and experience they had when they were young. Um, and most likely, you know, if you ask the right questions to a person, they can identify it like that. And it's like, oh shit, this is why I believe that. And it takes time. It can take months and months for someone to overcome that wiring and that mental belief about themselves. But the first step is always figuring out what it is. Because if you don't know what it is, you can't change it. And there's another interesting point in the book. Another interesting point in the book that she makes where she says, confusion is actually a really good thing to feel. And this is a bit off topic, but I want you to take this into consideration when you're confused about your relationship or your dating situation. Confusion is the first part of getting clear on something, right? Because if we're not confused, we don't get the signal to, hey, we got to get clear on something because this is confusing, okay? So it's actually helping us you want to look at like your confuse or your, your confusion or your overwhelm as a means of helping you where it's like, okay, you know, I'm feeling a certain way about this. This means that it needs to change. I'm confused about my relationship right now. This means I need to get clearer. Otherwise I won't be at a state of peace or I won't be happy. So the confusion is your sign. Just like anxiety is your sign for paying attention to what's going on around you you know, paying attention to be more present in your body. It's a sign that may appear negative, but it's actually giving you the pathway to get what you want. Because it's like, hey, if we didn't get anxiety, we wouldn't look around us and we wouldn't look closer at our situation so we could change it and feel better about ourselves or feel better in our body or feel better in our mental state. So it's important to take the emotions that come when you're frustrated or confused with dating or with women and say, all right, like this is a sign that something needs to change. What am I going to do about it? And that's something I often ask my clients is, you know, they repeat that maybe the same thing has been happening in their dating life, or they always see the same patterns. They always attract the same women. And, and then they, they just complain to me, over and over about how terrible it is that they attract this type of woman who's abusive and who uses them. And and I'll ask them one of two questions. Usually the first one is, okay, why are you allowing her to treat you that way? Why do you allow women to treat you that way? And another question is, all right, so what? What are you going to do about it? Like, <laughs> get out of the complaint zone because that's not doing anything productive. It's just complaining and it's you telling your story which you feel comfortable doing because you telling that story is relating that story fits with your identity and you're comfortable telling it because you always complain about that so it's now a part of you it's actually like an addiction when people tell a story that's that they complain about for instance maybe a guy who's like I'm always I'm always used by women I'm always used they always use me for this they use me for that he gets a state of He gets a state of victimhood, which makes us feel comfortable, right? If we're the victim, he gets to blame women, which also puts him in a state of comfort. He gets to tell the same story, which maybe when he does, people listen and go, oh, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. So he gets attention. Um, He complains about, you know, he complains and complains about the same thing. And he gets maybe uh, to use it as an excuse for why he doesn't have to date, which also keeps him safe and comfortable. And this is another point in the book is that when we're stuck 
in patterns that don't really work for us. For this example, the guy complaining about what he's not getting, but sitting in the complaint, there are payoffs to those complaints. There are payoffs. There's a reason why he's complaining. He's getting something in return that's serving him and helping him by complaining. So the payoffs, that's why he's stuck in this struggle area. He doesn't leave intentionally because there are payoffs. Um, He doesn't leave subconsciously, not intentionally. He doesn't really realize that there are payoffs connected to his complaints. And like I said, his complaints are helping him because he's getting attention from other people. He gets to use it as an excuse. He gets to not go out there and risk getting rejected. So he's safe. Um, He gets to you know, tell the story again and again, which he's used to telling. It's him. It's comfortable. Um, So people often get sucked into remaining stuck in their patterns because of these payoffs, because these payoffs are bigger and seem more important or, um, or safer than actually going out and getting the goal and getting what he actually wants. So he would rather sit in the struggle due to the payoffs than get what he wants. And until he realizes that these payoffs aren't going to ever bring him closer to what he wants, then until he realizes that and it really seeps in, he's not going to actually move toward his goal of attracting women or getting women or dating women or getting in a relationship. Okay, so that's something really interesting to learn that you could ask yourself right now. What situation are you stuck in when it comes to your relationship or your dating life? And what are the payoffs that are attached to that stuck, okay? That situation where you're struggling, what are the, how is it serving you in some weird way? And you really got to think about this and even ask your loved ones, ask your friends, because it really helps to get an outside perspective. And sometimes they even know more than you do about why they think you're still in the place where you're at and, and aren't moving forward in that area. I actually did this with my sister the other night, and then we we exchanged each other's views on our payoffs. You have to be very open to criticism, obviously, because the person's going to call you out on shit where you're like, you maybe want to say, no, I don't do that. That's not why. But you just got to listen to it. It's listen to the other person and their perspective on why they think you're stuck not dating women or why you why they think you complain about not feeling attractive. And you'll find a lot out. It's, it's actually really cool. Um, so yeah, so I'm going off on tangents. I feel in this episode, (laughs) I don't even know how I started it. Oh, I did want to do a little mini meditation around fear. Um, and this is just, you know, a mini, I'm going to walk you through a visualization. It's more of a visualization exercise around facing fear. And this is in the book, Like I said, the book is by Dr. Susan Jeffers, and it's called uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Awesome book, like I said. But there is a visualization exercise at the very end, and it is about overcoming your fear and what it would look like for you to just do what you actually want to do and if you weren't afraid at all. Because, you know, a lot of men don't don't want to admit that they're afraid. Because that's a sign of weakness, right? And they're like, I'm not afraid. I'm just not doing it. I'm just not, I just don't have time right now. It's like, okay, but you're not prioritizing it because you're afraid of something, because you have some insecurity, because something's holding you back, because it's coming from fear. So you just have to understand what the fear is and then also get a glimpse of, okay, if the fear wasn't there at all, 
what would life look like? And that's what this visualization is going to help you figure out. So um, I'm going to do this with myself as well. Maybe tonight, record my own voice or just listen to this episode. (laughs) Um, Okay, let me get it. All right, so if you're driving, obviously don't close your eyes. (laughs) I feel like I just have to tell people that. Um, But yeah, I'm just going to walk you through something quick. Try to do this. If you can pause this video, try to do it when you can close your eyes because visualization is super powerful when you are in the present moment. And I think we all could use a little more practicing being in the present moment. So, all right, here we go. So close your eyes and keep them closed throughout the whole visualization process. Take a deep breath and inhale all the good energy, all the good vibes, and exhale all the good vibes into the world. One more time in. Out. In good and out good. Once more. In. All the good energy, all the good vibes, everything that feels good. And exhale it back out into the world. So feel how good it feels to begin to relax totally. We're going to begin at the top of your head and work your way down your feet. Just relaxing. So let go of your muscles. Let go of your tension. Maybe you had a long work day and you're a little stiff in your neck. I don't know if you just heard me crack my neck. <laughs> All right, maybe you just work, maybe you worked out, had a heavy lifting day and you're sore. Maybe you just had a lot of stress and your body's just been tense and you just need this time to just let it go. So beginning at the top of your head and your neck, just release all the tension. Feel the tension leaving you. Even between your eyes, your cheeks, your mouth, release your jaw, release your tongue. You actually become super relaxed when you just release your tongue. It's really weird. It feels good. All right. Your traps, your shoulders, your back, your arms. Let your arms just hang like jello if you can. Sometimes I like to sway back and forth my neck just to let everything just loosen up. Your hands, your fingers, your chest stomach, your buttocks, which is what it says in the book, your ass, your thighs, legs, your feet, your toes. You're just letting it go here. So check out any part of your body that may still be holding tension and just release it. Sometimes I like to breathe into it, and then when I exhale, it's just like a total release of that body part. So now I want you to think of a goal you have in life. 
preferably your relationships with women. Specific goal. And you know that fear is keeping you from moving forward toward that goal. You know it's fear. So what I want you to do is to imagine yourself approaching that goal as if you had no fear. Right? So I want you to see yourself approaching that goal with a sense of power and confidence in yourself. So it's this confidence that it will be all right. So what would you be doing if you had no fear? See yourself. Actually visualize a picture of yourself. What would you be doing next if you had no fear? Look at the people around you. How are you relating to those people with you having no fear? How are they relating to you with you being this man with no fear? Just enjoy the sense of power and notice your ability to love and contribute. And know that this is a feeling that's always within you. It's always a part of you. And it's always within your capability to move forward in life with that power and that confidence. If you can visualize it, you can see it. And if you can feel it, it can happen. Okay, that's how it works. If you can picture it right now and you're clear enough to have this picture of you approaching this goal with no fear and you feel what it feels like, you feel the power, you feel the confidence, it can happen. So see yourself actualizing your goal with your power, with your confidence, with your love, with your, with your contribution. See it. Feel it. And slowly start to bring yourself back to the room, back to the present moment. Knowing that that power is available to you. As soon as you begin to act, the power will come forward. So now move your body around, feel yourself back in your chair, be present in the room, listen to the sounds around you, and when you're ready, you can open up your eyes. Give yourself a good stretch. And just know that this, what you just felt is all there for the taking. All right? It's there for you whenever you need it. You could go back to it. And the more you practice going back to it and feeling it and seeing it, the more comfortable you will feel in it. 
the more you will identify it with it, identify with it. Okay. And when you identify with that, with that practice, you act from it, right? Just as, just as I was saying before, if you identify as this guy who complains about never attracting women, when you go out there, how do you think a guy who feels like he can never attract women is going to act? What do you think his vibe is going to be to women who he's attracted to? It's going to be shitty. <laughs> okay. Think about the guy who, who talks about and thinks about and feels power and confidence when it comes to his goals with women. When he goes out, how do you think he's going to come across two women he's attracted to? What do you think his vibe will be versus the first guy? Totally fucking different. All right. So mental rehearsal is powerful because as I say in every episode, the brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. If you can practice what you feel you need to practice with women in your head and in your mindset, it's like you're doing it in reality. Okay. So the more practice you get, guess what? When you practice in your head so many times and say you only have a little amount of times where you can actually physically be with women, then you get to get that much closer to having a positive outcome, right? The stats are much better for you to approach a woman you're really attracted to and actually get return from it actually get a number or have her interested in you back because what you're working on by yourself and how you're re-identifying yourself is changing how you appear and the vibe you give off. And women are very reactive based on intuition. Like we know, we like feel a guy's energy out. And if his energy or his vibe is off, we're like, "Eh, there's something off about him. I don't know. He could be the hottest fucking guy we've ever seen. And we'll just be like, eh, yeah, something's off. And this is why. And he could be a guy who's not that attractive. (laughs) Trust me, like one of the nerdiest guys and outwardly nerdy to the public eye, like typical nerd, um, was one of the most attractive. I had the best chemistry of my life. This is in high school. This is a while ago, but I've never had better chemistry with this guy than probably, I don't know, there's very few people that have matched that chemistry than with this guy. And he was not someone I was physically attracted to, but I was like, I became physically attracted because his energy was so good and he had such confidence, but he was, he was such a nerd. Like it was so funny and I laugh about it to this day. And I still think of him and I'm like attracted to him. It's not like I think of him and I'm like, what a nerd, what a loser. I'm like, he was so attractive to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what it was. But it's like, that's what it is. It's about how that guy probably felt when he was by himself and how he talked to himself when he was by himself in his head. So anyway, before I get too, too woo-woo on you, um, no, I just, I hope that you guys can go back and, and go through that visualization practice if you weren't able to do it in this moment. But um, I hope it helped you. And just know this is the kind of stuff I do um, with my clients or have my clients do on their own. I'm always giving them exercises like this to get to understand themselves better. 
understand their mindset and why they do what they do so that they can get the result they want to get. Because like I said, it all starts in your head. It doesn't start in the physical. You can't just go out there tomorrow and start approaching women as the guy you identify with today if it hasn't worked in years. There's obviously something in your head or a belief system that's very off and is stopping you from attaining what you want. All right, so I am offering one-on-one coaching um, at this time, especially for the new year, guys. If this is a goal for you, then let's work on it together, okay? Maybe we're a good fit, maybe we're not, but maybe we're a good fit. Um, And if we're a good fit to work together, I would love to help you re-identify yourself as a man so that you can get what you want with women. That's what I help guys do, re-identify themselves. Okay, so that they can become leaders in their in their relationships. Um, so yeah, if that interests you, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski and just shoot me a DM. I've been getting much better at answering all my DMs. <laughs> so um, yeah, I hope to hear from you. Anyway, guys, that's it. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your, I hope you enjoyed your Christmas. Enjoy your new year. And yeah, see you in 2021.